using slave labor to pick cotton. Welcome to episode 67 of the current backloggers. The date is May 26th. I'm your host, KCP, along with my good friend and co-host, Cody G. Cody, how's it going? It was a good intro. Oh, thank you. It's like a real, real <laughs> podcast intro. <laughs> Do I need to go back to the normal? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I don't think I've ever sounded like that. You might have tried one out, though. You should. <laughs> like you don't want in the back pocket. This time you were just so serious. This is like the first one you've been serious. Someone should make a compilation. <laughs> Go through all 60-whatever episodes, Ryan. Get on this for us. As I say, Ryan's the only one that do that, but you should totally do that. And this is the the only like real podcast one. I think there might have been a few others in there throughout the history. But that's still, that's like a handful. This one was so official. Hi, I'm Casey Pugh, and welcome to my show! <laughs> welcome it's back to the show. show. To our show. Yeah, come on. The Current Backloggers, with Casey Pugh and your co-host, Whoa. Cody Grove. Whoa, they don't know our last names. Oh, yeah. That... We're radio DJs, come on. That's right, it's actually a Cody Raldogan in the morning. <laughs> I think it's a different name. Not With Casey name. Pew, 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 Pew. Casey Pubes. Um, Casey Pubes. Yep. You're raw dog, so I figured I'm not Raw dogging. What have you been up to, buddy? You were telling me before the podcast started about how it felt like a lot longer than a week. So what have you been up to? It just felt really long. I just work. Um, got into, I wouldn't say it was an argument at Goodwill today. I did yell at the manager. Uh-huh. Told her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sounds like an argument. As you do. <laughs> this is my mom's town. Which is a small town in northern Ohio. is Rust Belt and white trash and government handouts and whatever the cliche things you want to throw in there. And uh, The mask mandate's been gone since, what, the 11th? Um... Is it gone? If you're, if you're vaccinated, I think maybe since the 11th, it's not technically gone until June 2nd. But I think if you're vaccinated, then maybe it started June 11th. So, there's no way to tell if you're vaccinated or not. I am vaccinated. I got Bill Gates pumping through my veins right now. He's filling my asshole. Oh, yikes. Fucking balls deep. But so, there's no sign on the, on the business. It's just one that says goodwill, strong, like just horseshit, BS. Like, we strongly recommend you wear a mask if you're not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm cocky. I'm like, bro, I'm fucking vaccinated, right? You know those, those people posting photos of their vax cards and their sure Facebook do. filters? That's where I am right now. So I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm walking in here. I go to Kohl's today. Didn't wear a mask in there for an Amazon return. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling confident. One of all these other businesses without masks on. Big businesses. Costco don't have to wear masks there anymore. So I bust through that Goodwill door. And, uh, which, mind you, this town, I don't, I guess I can just say it. It's just shocked in Ohio. It's very white trash. There's like one job you can have there. <laughs> you can have two jobs. You can either work at the bacon factory for. It's like, I think Oscar Mayer, some some big bacon factory. It's like the only bacon factory 
for that company. So it's a big deal there. So either you work for that or you're a heroin addict. There's no in-between. There's like little jobs here and there like Goodwill or Walmart. or, But pretty much you usually you have a wife that, oh, she's a cashier down at Smoker's Paradise. And I work down at the, I'm bacon maker. Then say, I hope your mom's a bacon maker then if there's only one, two options. My stepdad. <laughs> okay. Fucking, guess what? He works at a smokehouse at the bacon factory. My mom is where she works at home health. So your options is government, jobs, cashier, bacon, heroin, drugs, government handouts. So this is like all you got. That's not even like an exaggeration. It's one of those. One of those jobs you work. Um, this lady looked like she just recently retired from heroin and decided to be a cashier. From heroin. Um, and she's covered in these like bullshit tattoos, which I love white trash. Um, I kind of grew up borderline white trash, so it's like it's a good thing. It's nostalgic for me. I love it. But this lady, I could have put her head through drywall. I was so pissed off at her. Because I walk in there and she's like, <laughs> do you have mask? Yeah. Can you please put it on for us? Is it a requirement? You can tell she's thinking about it. She's covered in these like weird tattoos. You can tell when someone, they're like, oh, my cousin's tattoo artist. But you know, he's not. I just bought a fucking tattoo gun. and. Uh-huh. Mm. They spend like $20 on tattoos, and they're just... And they're never big ones. They're always like little... Oh, shit. I love this stuff, by the way. Speaking of heroin, here's the real heroin. But she's got like these like little... Like, almost like fucking just decals. Like, oh, this is a bird here. This is for my aunt, my aunt Carol. Hey, I have an aunt Carol. How really? See, yeah. I feel like all white people... I have an aunt Carol. <laughs> That's why I said it. I've, we haven't talked to that side of the family, though, since like 98. So, I don't know what the hell she's doing. But, so, Heroin. this is, uh, this little turtle here is for my son. We always call him Little Turtle. Like, you know, shitty tattoos like that. And, like, somewhere like, I just like the way this looks. And you just, like, so usually some stupid Bible verse or something on there. So, she's covered with all those and um, sweatpants and just, she's very serious about her job at Goodwill Manager. Which you shouldn't be. Of course you wear those things. Duh. That's what I would do it, too. Um, but so I was like, "Oh, is it required?" And like, there's a thing on the door. That's what the cashier told the managers. Like, like, I'm standing right here. Hey, retard! Like, I haven't walked away yet. I can still hear you. And she's like, "Gay, yeah, there's a sign on the door." Uh, there's no sign on the door. I, like, I stopped and looked. There's no sign on the door. <laughs> so then I'm like, go. I just put my mask on, walk away, and looking through shit. And they're over there, like whispering at the cash register. Like, I can't fucking hear them. I don't understand. They come in here and they're like, they act like we make these rooms or something. I'm just letting them talk because I'm sure they deal with that shit all day long. And the, way, the, the vibe was that they just got in an argument with somebody else before I had gotten there. Which is a sure sign that maybe you should have gave up a while ago about it. I can't help you won't read the sign when you come in. And I stop and go back and like, hey, I fucking missed it. So I go back and read the sign. Like, I don't see a fucking sign out here. 
I'm like looking all over their door. There's like four thousand signs on there. Like I, it's like the fuck are any of these signs anymore? Like you're reading one, it's like if you are under the age of ten, you do not have to wear a mask. If you are health concerns, blah blah blah. Fucking just want to wipe my ass with all this shit anymore. So divisive in this country. Between politics and coronavirus, I'm just done with all of it. So divisive. We just need another 9-11 to bring everybody back together, you know? This, like, 3,000 people. Just, just everyone go, oh, no. Um, joking, obviously. Uh, so, I just was like, this is so stupid. And then one of the manager's friends, probably a regular that comes in there, she, like, throws herself against the counter, like, you're catching hell today, ain't you? Me saying to her, well, I guess she probably got yelled at before I got in there, but also me just going, oh, is it required in here? <laughs> That's not her catching hell. She, they, they tore her ass up. So she said, you tore her ass up, didn't they? And then that, like, like that gave her, like, oh, shit, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to act like a badass in here. I'm the fucking manager. I'm going to fucking tell this guy. So I'm looking at shit. She starts, like, Staying stuff loud enough where she's like, well, it's not my fault. <laughs> they don't know how to read. It's fucking weird coming from you saying that because, wow, those tattoos, man. I just, uh, there was this like, I I was just so pissed at her. I was looking at every, every. I was like building up my mind, all these insults I was going to yell at her. <laughs> um. So when she said that, I just had enough. And I was like, because at this point they've gone on for about 15 minutes. I was like, can't you guys find... I tried to be nice. I tried to be civil. I was like, can't you guys find something else to talk about? You guys want to just want to sit over here and talk about this for like 10 minutes. It's really affecting you. And, uh, uh, well, I'm pretty sure <laughs> freedom of speech. And I, uh, I'd had enough because <laughs> your freedom of speech. F first of all, what are you fucking talking about? I'm not the government. Freedom of speech for the government stopped me from saying things. I'm not the government. <laughs> the mask mandate. First of all, she's like pulling shit from CDC. CDC has no control over what the fucking states do. Right? You're you're just... And the fact that she's like claiming there's something on this door that I can't fucking see. I'd probably give her 20 bucks if she could have shown me the sign on the door. So I told her, I said, it's my freedom of speech to tell you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think I called her a dumb bitch. <laughs> we went back and forth. She's like, you want me to throw you out of here? I said, you're not throwing me out of here. <laughs> I think she like realized, too, like, uh, this town, they lost their police department because of corruption. They only have a sheriff's department left. <laughs> they only have a sheriff's department left because everybody was fucking each other and they were selling drugs. So the, they had gutted the police department. So this is just sheriff's department. And this sheriff's department, trying to get them to do anything, is like, there's like 12 Barney Fifes, and they they just barely exist in this town. So I knew she knew that like not calling police is not going to do anything. So we just go back and forth, regular banter. Like, I told her, shut the fuck up. You're a dumb bitch. And she's like, well, I hope you ain't buying anything. I'm not checking you out, she said. I said, is there anything in my hands, retard? Am I buying anything? And then she, eventually, I was like, I'm not, well, I hope not, she said. And I, well, am I buying anything? Is there anything in my fucking hands that I'm buying? 
then eventually she just had enough and went to the to the back and then the cashier that was like brown nosing the manager the whole time like oh no they don't read the signs mind you the whole time what do you think their masks are doing under their nose or on their chin yes so I as on the way out I like look this lady dead in the face like this she's kind of like trying not to make eye contact with me and looked down I was like don't you think uh, you should have that fucking mask above your nose too like you're supposed to <laughs> well I have my shot First of all, listen to me. There's millions and millions of people in this country who have their own shot, have gotten the shot. You're not special. Stop pretending you're vaccine like, damn, dude, I'm going to get 15 likes on Facebook when I post this. I'm saving lives right now, dude. <laughs> I hope there's a shot that you can take a vaccine from me not putting your head through this fucking drywall right now. Um, it was great. I love confrontation because you get. I think as humans we forget we're literally just apes. We're literally monkeys that just learn cool shit. So there's a part of us like when you see monkeys in the zoo fighting, that's in all of us. And I think it's a great muscle to exercise. <laughs> you got to do it sometimes, like throwing shit. It feels good to just go off the handle. Like society is is something you got to check out. Um, check out of on occasion and just get wild and you feel good you feel better about yourself because if I didn't say because there's times where I was like man I should have told that bitch shut the fuck up I'm like in bed like trying to fall asleep like fuck that bitch I should have I should have fucking said you're a dumb cunt and then walked out and so now I've just realized just say you're a dumb cunt and walk out there's nothing illegal about it and usually cops are they take forever to get there so you can do some crazy <laughs> shit before they get there like like verbally don't don't be don't attack people you can be like you're a dumb fucking cunt look at your tattoos you're a fucking piece of shit look at your tattoos they were terrible casey and i love that kind of shit that's my thing i love that but it was like the amount of post malone but a two-year-old doing them she kept doing this tuh, tuh, tuh. Oh, I could have put her head through drywall. I know I keep saying that, but that's, uh, whoo, verbally I did. Told that bitch, go fuck yourself. Who was with you? Was Renee with you? Oh, no, Renee was out in the car. It was me and my mom. So my mom, my mom goes in there all the time. My mom's <laughs> Facebook friends. My mom tells me on the car, she's like, uh, she walks by the house all the time. I talk to her and, <laughs> yeah, we're Facebook friends. And Well, that's fucking awkward for you now, but I'm not putting up with it. I, you gotta get ape, ape every once in a while. Was your mom mad? Uh, at them. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, she was like, if you didn't say something, my mom's kind of like, my mom would have been way more civil about it. My mom's going to be like, can you come out this door real quick and show me where it is on the door? Because I swear I can't see it out here. My mom would have been way more civil about it, but I just told her she's a dumb cunt and shut the fuck up. And um, Don't tell me to wear a mask and you have it down around your fucking beyond your nose. Beyond. Um. Yeah, it's probably a good thing Renee wasn't in there. I'm guessing she wouldn't have the same mindset. No, she. We. I went out to the car. And my mom's. My mom's like, yeah. He told her like, shut the fuck up or something. And Renee's like, you said that. I mean, once I gotta get exercise that shit. It feels good. <laughs> feels liberating. Because I mean, essentially, we're monkeys on a rock. Life's too short. Just say what you want. Yeah, that's a. Um. 
That was a good response. Too. I was proud of that response. Usually, it, I don't make sense, and I just go off the hand handle. Or is that the is that the quote? Is that the the saying? Yeah, it's a hint. Well, it's a hinge, but I think handle probably works. Um, and it never makes sense. But when I was like, it's also my free speech. Tell you to shut the fuck up. That was a good one. That was a zinger. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Also, I hate Goodwill. I love Goodwill and I hate Goodwill. Mm-hmm. It's fun to go in there and look, but that whole company is such a scam. Non-profit, my ass. And they're like, would you like to round up? Um, It's for, like, causes and stuff, but, you know, it's not. It's just literally for the company to get more money, and then they claim it's for causes because, oh, we uh we run a, a computer class for mentally challenged people once a week. We help them find jobs, and then you realize they're paying them... <laughs> Five dollars to sort through trash in the back. We help them. And then the CEO is, they can set their wages to whatever they want and they're franchised and total bullshit. <laughs> oh. Anything besides the Goodwill of interest? Um, I think that's it. So June 2nd is the, is Ohio's. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but I saw like Costco and shit. Like, yeah, that's because like you said, the CDC recommended they could do it sooner. So some companies are deciding mm-hmm. that if you're vaccinated, but June seconds when um, nobody has to if they don't want to. Gotcha. Vaccinated. That's why uh, Joe Biden's tweet was so funny about uh, the choice is now clear. You're either get vaccinated or you get masked or you wear your mask because I was like, no, that's literally not how. The system works. Also, like uh, our governor. What's our governor's name? Mike DeWine. Um, voted for him. Don't remember his name. Uh, DeWine <clears throat> said, too, like, hey, uh, wear a mask if you're not vaccinated. But he literally said, ooh, said, there's no way to know if you're vaccinated. And there's, they can't ask you for your vaccination card. Yeah. I'm sure that won't stop some place from doing it. But, yeah. And usually you know who's vaccinated because it's the first thing. Like, I told her to put up over her nose. She was like, (laughs) I've got my, that's also such a redneck way of saying you have your vaccine. I've got my shot. (laughs) I got got my shot. Fucking only shot you had was your fucking mom's abortion. That's the only way you could have got out of there. Um. Yeah, I feel bad for my mom because they're Facebook friends <laughs> and they walk by her house all the time. It's a small town; everybody knows each other. But you gotta do ape shit sometimes. It feels good. It feels good because I mean, also it's not illegal. Frank Hassel's made a career off of it. It's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, what have you been up to? You been going to any Goodwills? No, I haven't been going to any Goodwills lately. Pretty much the only time I go to Goodwill is when I go with you, actually. I ran um, into your family once at a Goodwill. Yeah, they go somewhat often. I've been a couple times with them. I've gone a couple times for, like, outfits or something, like Halloween or whatever, but I don't actually go unless I'm going with you guys. But I've been working a little besides that. I went on my trip to St. Louis. So I can kind of talk about some things. I ate a shitload of food, so I'll just cover Can we talk about food real quick? Yeah. You know how you're like, oh, I can't eat this type of candy because it reminds me of spider eggs? Uh-huh. 
I have one with this. Oh yeah. Makes me think of cigarettes and ashtrays. Because that was around when that was around. You mean or? No idea. Like, um, I think a little bit of the aftertaste tastes like, um, like a flavored cigarette. Really? Tastes very similar. And it's not a bad thing. I was going to say, it can't be the same as the spider thing for me because you said you like that. Oh, I love this. And you're referencing uh, a certain kind of Skittle. I think it's the, uh, the fruit punch Skittle and it tastes like straight spiders. It's nasty. But you went to the show with tastes a like a, a flavored tobacco. Sorry, go ahead. There you go. We got a shitload of food, so I won't cover every place we went to food-wise. I was talking about some places and things we saw. On the way there, we stopped at Casey, Illinois, which is, uh, they have a slogan, I don't know if you saw, big things in a small town, and it's literally there. They have on their shirt and their signs and everything. This is one of the weirdest places I've ever been to. It's so great, though. It's, uh, I don't know. It's probably two intersections is the entire town. And how did you find this? I actually saw it online uh, a couple of years ago. And I said, like, shit, I got to check that out sometime. But I didn't know it was literally on the route of St. Louis. I passed it before in such a small town that if you miss the one exit sign, you don't see it. But we we're going to Casey's General Store. And so <laughs> it started? I don't know. I meant to look that up. Because the ones you like, posted look like old ones, like old uh, Casey's. I don't know. It was near there, so maybe. But my brother's like, hey, look, Casey. And I was like, oh, no, I know. We we can pass any of them. No, the town. I was like, holy shit. Is it really that? you got to stop. Because I've seen it before from looking online. And we stopped there. It's one of the weirdest places I've ever been to. It is cool to see. Uh-huh. But the, uh, the big things in a small town is referencing they just have these ton of different um, sculptures and buildings of different objects. So, like the biggest uh, rocking chair in the world, the biggest pencil in the world, the biggest mailbox in the world. There's like 15 different biggest things in the world, all sprinkled throughout this really small town that looks like it's in the middle of nowhere and not much happening. And uh, they pump country music through the entire town. It just, I don't know where it's playing. It doesn't matter where you were. You could hear the country music. Not like inside a shop, just through the town. You could hear oh, country man. music. Is it good country music or is it like the... It is, so you'd hate it. Oh, je- uh, Blue jeans, <laughs> dirt roads. And there was, it seemed like they had like six songs that repeated too. I was like, holy shit. That's, That's like straight the up whole, movie. whole genre of country though. <laughs> and they all have a word bank. Well, this is literally songs repeating in the time we were there. Like the same songs were playing again. I probably wouldn't be able to tell. But the town was a lot of fun. Um, you could see it in about an hour and be done with it, but I had a lot of fun with it. And uh, there was a Casey's Coffee Shop there. So I stopped in there. Danielle didn't go with us, so I got a souvenir for her there. I said, like, this place is perfect. And I went in there, and I was like, hey, do you guys have any uh, coffee, coffee beans that have Casey on it? And the guy was like, Casey? No, like, yeah, like it says Casey's Coffee. Casey's Coffee? And it's shit, that gone the wrong place. And I started looking around. It said Casey's Coffee everywhere. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I don't think we would. And I was like, oh. Fuck? Do you work here? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Uh, how much are the mugs? I don't know. And I was like, 
oh, uh, okay. And I started walking over to look at him. And he's like, hey, how much are the mugs to the girl who worked there? And she seemed really nice and normal, so I don't know if he was new or just incredibly fucking awkward. And she's like, oh, they're uh, 25, and you get free coffee with it. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll do that. Um, I don't know. Uh, I just went and asked Nick what kind of coffee one, because I fucking hate coffee. And he said a vanilla iced coffee, I think. But I was like, yeah, can I get that? And, it's a good uh, choice. There is no good choice. That's like coffee. the only coffee I can drink, though. <laughs> but I uh, got good that. Good choice, Nick. He listens to these, right? Usually. It's a good choice, buddy. He's like, do you want cream or uh, milk in that? And I was like, no, he's like, do you want cream and milk in that? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. Which one? Uh, I'll take cream. You don't want both? Like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll do both. I'm pretty sure you can only do one. Uh, okay, I'll take cream then. Is there a fucking camera? <laughs> yeah, I was like, are you shitting me? What is happening right now? And uh, You should have done it with your card. <laughs> you cash your card. And you're like, oh, either one. <laughs> Think you can only do both, bud. Then when we were outside, I was joking about how we should commit crazy crimes. Cause I guarantee if you see the cop, that's the, the uh, entire town's cop. And when I was in there getting the coffee, this guy, this cop came in, and everybody started talking to him by name. They just all knew who he was. I was like, oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> we could literally just go out and take this whole town while he's in here. That's funny. <laughs> the town my sister lives in, which is the town my, my dad grew up in, mm-hmm. it's uh, near Canton. Um, there's also one police officer each shift, and their police department is in the basement of the library. So that sounds very similar. Yeah, I don't know if he literally is the only one, but it definitely seemed like the fact that everybody in there knew him by name and they talked to people. So this is, seems like this is your cop, not your police department. He is your cop. He is the department. <laughs> the trunk of his car is the police department. But it's a great place if you should see it. If you see it on the way anywhere, you should stop there. I don't think I'd, I would travel there, but for most people, don't, definitely don't travel for that. It's not worth seeing, but I think it's really fun, even if your name isn't Casey. I think he's a fun sidetrack just see ridiculous shit that you can't see anywhere else that uh, sounds like a carpetbagger episode <laughs> seems right up his alley have you checked maybe uh you want me to check right now i go for it he's like crazy on the east coast so it's possible um carpet bagger you guys don't know who that is i strongly recommend checking him out well St. casey Lewis is west kind of south so maybe he wouldn't have been there Unless he ventures out as well. Oh, man. He hasn't, but... No. Uh, there's a lot of YouTube videos on it. That makes sense. Um, trying to find the biggest one here. Guinness World Records. Videos for all of their world records. Um, CBS Sunday Morning. Casey, Illinois. A small town home to giant things. That's the title of the video beautiful i think it's probably the best town name i've ever seen if i'm being honest why is that just casey i think it's pretty sweet trying to be like the coffee guy was that pretty accurate um a lot more confused faces but i just said you could start giving it back to you work here are you a human (laughs) did you smoke meth before clocking in yeah, there's a real horror movie vibe around this whole town, and you get to smell the incest in the air. So, 
I loved it, but it was also just a very wow. odd feeling being there. It's a great smell to have while you're on a road trip with your sister and brother. <laughs> it's fucking hot. You guys should have acted on it. You probably were the cause of the smell. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Fucking doors open that waft. Everyone's like, damn. Damn, dude, smell like incest over your shit. They fucking hit you. Um, besides that, once I got to St. Louis, some stuff we did. We um, went to the City Museum, the place I talked about in here before, that um, someone will go into detail about it and just talk about a couple of things. But Nick didn't remember me talking about it and as soon as he got there. He says, like, either Finch come to life, which is literally what I said in this podcast. Wow. So, man, that's kind of weird because there's nothing that blatantly, like, shows that or anything. So it's funny we had that both had the exact vibe. And uh, that was his favorite thing we did the whole trip. It's there's nothing else like in the world. It's so fucking crazy. Yeah, that seems like his kind of place too. Yeah. So you're asking about these band aids on my arm. Yeah. They got one on each elbow. If you're listening to a podcast, um, when I've been to City Museum before, like I said, there's tons of slides there. You can probably see where this is going, but gotta set it up. So this time. I intentionally wore clothing that I knew would make me extra slick on the slides, so I get more speed. And the first slide I went on, it worked amazingly. Like Nick and uh, my sister went down first. They went down, they got normal speed, kind of slowed down, stopped. I went down, and it was like aluminum, metal slide, whatever. And uh, pretty steep, went down, and there's a pretty long landing strip of uh, aluminum that they stopped at. But I kept flying past it <laughs> and went to the concrete. Oh, shit. And then I went to the concrete, my ankle twisted in the concrete, which uh, popped my elbows up because you're supposed to put them like that so they don't scrape. But popped my elbows off and then just dragged both of them straight across the concrete. And it, was, it wasn't just like I kind of hit the concrete. Nick and Michaela were standing there and I'm like, oh, and then even these random, this random guy was there. Oh, God. God, that was not your skin, was it? And I was oh, no, it's death in my skin. There was blood all over my elbows. Oh, there's like yeah. streaks of blood that you followed you. Um, not that bad. Should I try and uh, take it off here and see? Yeah. Damn, that looks tight. So, you got that shit on there tight. They're only, they're like identical on each elbow. They're like this big, so it's not as bad as it, this looks. Mm-hmm. But the reason... Um, I put these on here. If you're easily grossed out, I'm going to skip ahead a couple minutes. Is I had three band-aids like this. There's two on here right now, but three on each arm. Mm-hmm. And when we were in the car ride home, I kept putting my elbows like on the uh, armrest. And there's just puddles of pus. And I realized that pus is just leaking out of these like crazy. Pus? Yeah, because, well. They got um, infected that quick? Well, this place is fucking filthy, and oh. this was the first thing I did there, and then I rocked it the rest of the trip, or the rest of the uh, visit there without putting band-aids on it before I left. Puss. Yeah, so we're going to unveil it here, see what it looks like infection now. there. Nice, dude. Uh, yeah, so you can see how, it's not that big, but you can see how deep it is by the fucking color changing, and even like the... And then uh, we got one to match him over here. Uh, the audio listeners, it kind of looks like, um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that looks like. It's about the size of what, uh, a, a nickel? Uh, yeah, nickel quarter. Yeah. 
weird tinge to him. Tinge? Is that the word? Yeah, I think it's because it took off so many layers of skin that's not like the normal. Because when they first had them, they were dark red and blood was dripping off it. And then the Band-Aids, um, a little blood and pus mixed on the Band-Aid cushion things. Let's see if I can... Oh, it just kind of looks red on camera. That's not really... That's not really doing justice. So, yeah, it just... It was like this, and then popped off and just, just dragged straight across. <laughs> I, uh, what are these clothes you wore? I want to make sure I wear something similar when I go. So, I wore a, it was a blue jacket shirt, but uh-huh. it was uh, very soft. And I could tell it just kind of slide well. I put some nice leggings on. Okay. And then I knew I couldn't. I wanted to wear just the leggings because it probably would have sent me off. This was also on the rooftop of the city museum. I didn't get to do this last time because it was too cold, so it wasn't opened. But uh, the rooftop was open this time. Sorry, this picture flying off the rooftop. But uh, I thought the leggings would be too much for... You had to climb all over and get real interactive. And there's kids there. And I was like, I don't think leggings are probably the most appropriate thing. No. So I got some uh, some really soft uh, shorts to go over my leggings. So everything you could tell would just... You should put some like dish soap on your back before you went down. <laughs> it was great, though. This doesn't feel too great. I gotta be honest with you. It kind of just burns like shit, but it was worth it. Yeah, they look like burns. They look like burns more than. Yeah, that's a great way to think about it. Just think about a burn, like that weird color the skin turns in a burn. You can tell how much a layer of skin is off. I don't know if you can. But like the top of it there, it's like so much higher than the bottom. I'm trying not to touch it because it hurts like shit. But you can see up there, it stands way taller than the. Yeah, it kind of looks like you're, like, sharpening knives or something <laughs> on your elbows. And it's kind of fucking creepy how similar they look. Just like make them kiss, you know? Just make them kiss, yeah. They, they're they so Lick sensitive, em. I don't even want to touch it. But, uh, yeah, I, was, I yelled at my little sister because she put her foot up uh, where the pus puddle was. And I was like, oh, you got it all fucking wet. And then she went, my foot is not even wet. And I was like, all right, I'm sure it just got there. And I put this elbow on there. Oh, shit. And I saw another puddle there. Said, oh, it's my elbows. Michaela, get your foot out of my pus puddle right now, goddammit. Ew, pus puddle. That's a band name. <laughs> you just said that notion nonchalantly. Yeah, then Michaela's sitting there. She fucking lifts her foot, puts it right in my pus puddle. I knew you liked the pus puddle. I do. That's a good one. I feel like people would really hate to, to hear that, though. Pus yeah, puddle. that's why I give Usually I just talk, doesn't it? If my head's up on the so <laughs> Um Then besides that, we saw the arch, of course. Did, at any point, did you think like taking some of your snacks and dipping it in the pus puddle? No, I didn't. It, they're like so swiping sensitive right now, I just don't want to touch them, so no, not Ugh. at all. Ugh. I hate thinking about that. I hate burning feeling. Yeah, I can't imagine what these are going to scab up into because there's so many layers of skin going. Are you a scab picker? Yeah, but... Probably don't want to pick those ones, though, huh? No. Okay. And I try and wait till, at least till, like, they're the kind of just, like, scrape off a little. Not, like, peeling them where you're getting a whole new cut Start in there. bleeding again. But, I mean, this could be a story for things we shouldn't admit, but I can, it's a quick one. <clears throat> um, no weeds into this. I told you about that one time Buckeye was laying in bed with me, and I had a big scab on my leg, and I could feel a nibbling on it. I was like, fuck, stop it, stop it. And it was in the middle of the night, so I couldn't, like, wake up or anything. Uh, stop it. And then he finally stopped. 
and then he bit down on it and just yanked back real hard and just peeled it off. And that was one of those that was not ready to get peeled off, so it just started bleeding instantly again, and then he started licking it. Cause it was, oh, my fucking asshole. But guy turned into a doctor. Yeah, I could feel it. When he was nibbling, you could feel he was trying to peel it. It's like, ah, oh, shit, stop it, stop it. <laughs> and then he finally stopped. And like, oh, God, now I can get to bed. And One more. He just fucking took it off. It's real quick. You ate some Casey jerky, buddy. Yeah, so I'm just picturing him trying to get these things off. That'd be fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, dude. He just uses the front teeth and rips them. Ugh. God, yeah, I hate sunburns or skin burns or anything. Yeah. Uh, like... It's one of the worst feelings. Yeah. Um, besides the arch, we also went to the aquarium there. We went to Union Station, which is uh, the old train station there. That's where the aquarium's at. Did the Ferris wheel there, merry-go-round. We did that. Um, we were the three adults on there, and that was it. Um, really? Yeah, there was like a package deal that made everything cheaper. So I uh, let's just do it, and we decided to get on there. Did mini golf. You could probably guess who won. What is also what is a merry go round? That's what it is. What what do you call it? I'm not even getting involved in this because I, I feel like it's one of those things with you. What, what? did you say carousel? No, no. Merry gold? Merry go round. Merry go around. Uh huh. What do you call it? See now it's fucking with me. Now I'm forgetting what I call it. But carousel and merry go round. Merry go round. Yeah. Mar- uh, ma- not Mary, Mary go round. Mary go round. Mary go round. Let's see here. I I'm also one of those guys that that does that, and never notice when people do it. But for some reason, that one stuck out to me. Mary go round. Here. Are you gonna um, play it? Yeah, because I don't. That's just always what I thought it was. So let's see. Mary go round. Yeah, Mary go round. What a, a merry-go-round, merry-go-round. See, it's one of those things, man, that I just do. Merry-go-round. <laughs> yeah, get up on the merry-go-round. That's why I thought I was going crazy. Is it? That, I just thought maybe you said carousel, but yeah, I always thought it was merry-go-round. So, the carousel's pretty interchangeable. Yeah, I feel like you go either way with that. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't care about either. I do either of those. I just yeah, I always say merry-go-round. So, I love the music machines on those though. Oh, yeah. Did, was it a good one with a good music machine? I just don't remember. We were being so stupid and uh, trying to pick our favorite animals, so I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember. But no, there, I do like that. There's one at our local Tuscora Park in New Philadelphia, Ohio. Uh, the attendant there was always the same guy, and he became famous for, like, oh, when I was a kid, he ran this. He died, like, 10 years ago, but their machine was really cool, and the center was, like, an automated band. And as the machine, as the merry-go-round merry-go-round turn i mean merry-go-round makes sense it makes obvious sense like why it's called that but not <laughs> merry-go-round hey get up on the merry-go-round but um but as it would turn these these instruments would play by itself it's fucking way cooler than to just stare at those as a kid um but i forget what how old the carousel was um, but yeah, I like an automated, and this, that's like a whole community on YouTube. Really? It's like you look up videos, because I love the music so much for some reason. No, I do like, uh, I actually don't remember, like I said, if there's even any music, I'm blanking, but I do like that, because I know when I used to play, 
um, theme park simulators. I told you this in my favorite games. That was one that I don't even care about merry-go-rounds and uh, real theme parks. I care less about them. But uh, when I played theme parks, like the noise of that is definitely stuck in my head. Yeah, in the YouTube videos too, like like oh, I just like listening and looking at them. The comment sections are hilarious. Oh shit, that's the 1901 uh, Springer Classic. That sounds great. Like what? Why do you know that? Yeah, that'd be Ryan. He'd hate theme parks, but love that. <laughs> oh yeah, like uh, they can tell like when the instrument like oh, I can tell they switch out the the drums with this type of drum, and it doesn't sound exactly like the creator wanted. Yeah. Um, I think that that covers it. Oh, I said we ate a shitload of food, so that cover a good portion of it. But I talk about food enough on here. So, anything else random you want to talk about before we get going? No, I know for a fact my drive home will be listening to carousel music. <laughs> anything you forgot about from the weeks before you want to talk about? No. I actually don't for once either. So we can get to corrections, question, and feedback. We had a question week here from James B. We did. We did. Thank you, James. How's it going, guys? It's going good, buddy. <laughs> My question for you is not game-related, but you can apply it to games if you want. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about Flat Earth and the conspiracies that follow it. Know that Earth is not flat. The Is this flippers? Is that flat? What What is this? You probably know this fucking term. Uh, flurfs? Flurfs? Is that what they call themselves? Flurfs? Have you heard? I don't know. Oh, I've okay. never heard that before. Because they put in parentheses flat earthers, so that's what that is. But I never heard that term. Watch a lot of Vice. There's some really good Vice documentaries, and there's a really famous documentary where the guy tries to launch himself with a rocket. Surprisingly, the guy ended up killing himself. It's a true story. He was a flurf, I yeah. guess as they're called. Yeah, so flurfs are just really entertaining with their nonsensical arguments. My question is this. What are your favorite conspiracy theories? They don't have to be something you believe. Just any you find funny or interesting. Signed, Sasquatch. Do we go? Yeah, go for it. Okay, let's talk about the flat Earth one real quick because <laughs> it makes no sense. Most good <laughs> no, conspiracies is like, okay, that makes sense why that would happen or why they'd keep that secret or actually it's been going on behind the scenes and then kept it quiet. But the flat Earth one makes no sense. Like, why hide that? Mm -hmm. Also, you look up at the other planets and you're like, yeah, they're round, but we're definitely on a plate right now. And they're like, so what's at the edge of the world? And they're like, a great ice wall, duh. And do you know how many people would have to be in on the flat earth thing to keep mm -hmm. that a secret? Uh, Kyrie Irving was a, was a flurf. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one makes no sense. And there's no reason to just, at the beginning of time, be like, yeah, we're on a flat earth. How many people do you think actually believe it or are just trolling or want to get attention? I know there's a full-blown convention you can go to that's full of flurfs. Sounds like some gross uh, fucking, what do you call it, furry thing. Or Sounds like a Star Wars uh, cash-in with the porg. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but probably way too many. I know you, it kind of sucks because YouTube really cut down on their videos. YouTube was really promoting those for a second. It'd be fucking four-hour-long videos of a slideshow, and guys just like... Hi, welcome back. Uh, the audio is always terrible. I am Dr. Uh, um, Grove. Today we're going to be talking about how they add ice to the ice wall. And then he just goes on for hours. And then idiots watch it. They're like, God, he's so intelligent. They're definitely keeping the secret. Yeah. Also, you've been on a fucking plane how many times? 
Kyrie. Matter of fact, you're rich enough, I'm sure they would take you up in a plane that gets even higher. You could do whatever you want. You get in some satellites, mm-hmm. some drones probably. Go watch that, that Red Bull video where the guy hops out of the... Yeah. There's a lot of things you could look at. Oh, no, it's all simulated. Um, I think my favorite uh, conspiracies are... I think the goofy ones are fun to talk about, but the ones that are believable. Probably the most out out there one, I believe, is um, uh, aliens and UFOs, which thankfully is becoming kind of the... Out there, I get it. Yeah, it's becoming accepted. Um, and it makes sense why they keep that hidden, because it would really fuck with Earth. If someone was like... There's other civilizations that exist out there, like the Christians, the Muslims, the Jews. They'd be losing their mind, really fuck with the religion. Um, um, so it makes sense why they hide that. I think it'd do some weird shit to people's minds. Um, I think that if we want to get specifics in aliens, the one where they keep the ships that they've captured, uh, Bob... His great documentary. Um, but I think some of my favorite ones is that maybe the Waco, the Waco siege that the ATF had actually set the fires and killed all those people. Um, which, by the way, the guy that's headed ahead of the Waco siege is now head of ATF. <clears throat> Thanks, Biden. He appointed him. The guy that posed in front of charred bodies that he was responsible for burning he did like costume switch outs too like you can find him where he's like wearing his body armor in front of the bodies and then real good guy um so that's a crazy conspiracy to think that the government just set this building on fire to kill all these people and children and uh you know who was there that day watching it all happen a good guy by the name of timothy mcveigh no he's a piece of shit just kidding but he watched what happened that day in Waco and was like, yeah, fuck the feds. And went on to make a yeah. a bomb blew up Oklahoma City. Uh, um, so you could also kind of point it back to them setting that building on fire and kind of think like if the ATF didn't do that, you could have stopped uh, Oklahoma City bombing. Um, I think JFK assassination that's a fun one to talk about I think most of them are just fun it's way cooler to talk about that shit than the real issues um probably the scariest one is Gulf of Tonkin conspiracy the start of the Vietnam War it's been proven to be real it's one of those things where people are like oh yeah that didn't happen but then later it was uh declassified and basically that was um 1964 Kennedy's killed which he was not a proponent of the Vietnam War. Um, Johnson, right? That's who President Johnson. Yeah. Um, they were looking for an excuse to escalate the war, so they just kept sending. They sent a battleship into deep into North Korea or North Korea, North Vietnam waters. They get shot at. Supposedly get shot at, um, but they blew the fuck out of the North Korean ships. I don't think no Americans died, but so that probably wasn't enough an excuse to go to war. So they sent the ships back in, but this time, uh, the 
commander or whatever, the, the captain of the ship was like, we're getting shot at. Oh, my God, we're dying out here. And then so Johnson's like, yep, time to go to war. And they're just, you know, gearing up for war. And the captain calls back later. and He's like, actually, we weren't. It was the storm. There was a storm and there's some fog. I don't know how the fuck you confuse storm and a fog to getting shot at and rockets and torpedoes getting shot at you. But Johnson wasn't happy. He's like, oh, that's crazy. You got shot at, man. He's like, no, I think it was rain, man. And Nope. I think you got shot at. I think So then um, that led to probably one of the, easily one of the deadliest wars in, in history. 60,000 Americans died. So that's a scary conspiracy that it's not really talked about. That's been proven true. Um, led to Vietnam. Um, I think it's the only conspiracies I can think of. I think Mothman's a cool one. Cool um um idea. Yeah. What uh what's some of your conspiracies? Um you know I don't really believe in it any that I've looked into, but that's because I do look into them. I actually am really interested. It's not like I just deny everything or don't believe it. I think they're super interesting. I like looking at them too and there's plenty I'm interested in and uh, try and look at all sides. And so I do think they're fun. Um, even though I don't believe 9-11 at all, I think that one's one of more. You don't believe in 9-11 at all? Oh, no, sorry, I do. Not <laughs> the conspiracies. But, like, I could see how people could think that. I just think most time the most obvious answer is usually the answer. I think the more you conspiracize things, you can definitely get the answers you want and have it make sense because – the more you think about things like that, especially things that are so um, unknown and haven't happened and just so fucking weird, I feel like you can definitely put your own ideas in there and make them make sense. Oh, I can think of one for you. What's that? Can I guess one of your favorite conspiracies? I actually was kind of blanking, so go for it. I was going to try and listen more, but yeah. Uh, this also has a small community that you can go to a convention about. Uh, the Mandela Effect. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's, that's one uh, of yours. Yeah, something I figured out more recently. But, yeah, that's definitely interesting. Um, more terrifying because, you know, it's a little creepy. But, <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I might, with how I talk and how you guys all are, it might just seem like I'm the complete opposite and think all of it's stupid and not believe any of it. I think most of it's interesting. And the reason I don't believe most of it is because I look into it and it doesn't mean I'm right just because I looked into it. It's just what I believe, just like any of us that look into this stuff. Than where I'm actually right, but I think they're super interesting to look at and see different sides. Especially, you said JFK. That's one because that's one that still nobody really really knows about. I know, obviously Oswald was the one they think did it, but nobody's really sure. So yeah, it's all there's a lot of creepy stuff like that. Yeah, it is creepy. Um, that the shit goes on and the truth and it really be out there. Um. 9-11, there is some things where you're like, what the fuck did that happen? But then you, like, listen to experts. Like, um, listen to one of the firemen that had lost, like, 90, probably, like, 95% of his firemen friends and his best friends in the world. You watch them all die in front of him. And he used to be a fireman, but then he switched to kind of more of office work for the firemen. So they have their full gear running into the building, and he's stuck outside watching all his friends tunnel in and eventually just collapse and he almost died when the building collapsed 
but Tower Se- was it Tower Seven? The one that runs like yeah. <laughs> Tower Seven, Tower Seven. That was like the first thing they loved to say. Um, yeah, I haven't heard that one in a while though. That's a, <laughs> that's a um, but so he broke down what happened to Tower Seven, and so anytime there's a guy at work that's like crazy and all these conspiracies, he's like, well, I only in Tower Seven. And I was like, trying to point him in the right direction. Like you need to listen to him talk about Tower Seven. I was actually, I think they had generators in the basement that were full of fuel. I can't remember exactly, but he breaks it down how it happened. And the fire had happened, and you're kind of thinking, like, we could send guys in there, but we have way more shit to worry about, and it's super dangerous with those generators, I believe is what was going on. And the setup of the, the building was really old. And basically, they're kind of like, let it just do its thing. And that's what happened. So, if you have questions about Tower 7, definitely go listen to his explanation. He's really good, too, because there's no reason for him to fucking lie. Yeah. And if he thought there was a government conspiracy, he'd probably be the first one to call it out because he watched all of his friends die right in front of him. Um, he It's insane how many funerals he went to. In that amount of time. Oh, I'm sure. And he was like, it was the hardest decision trying to decide which funeral to go to because I couldn't go to all of them. So it's really sad to, if if you, James or whoever's listening to this, if you want a link to the, the podcast, I can send you. Um, but he's he's really good. He's also the guy that got in trouble a few years ago for trying to block the mosque from being built. On, Do you ever hear about that? I think so. They're trying to build a mosque in your World Trade Center. Sound familiar? He was one of the guys, but he also breaks that down. What happened with that, and how it was actually total bullshit, um, and had nothing to do with uh, Islam. So uh, I could send you that that link, and it really. Um, I was kind of indifferent about nine eleven. Never really thought about it. I know. Renee's pretty crazy into it. Um, interested in it, but this guy breaks it down, and you're like, "Wow, holy shit." So anytime I kind of get pissed when every time someone's like Tower Seven, I'm like, oh, "Dude, you gotta go listen to this guy talk because he will change your mind." I'm telling you. But I think yeah. people like that don't really want their mind changed, though. No. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I think that's why, with how much I don't believe, I could definitely see how it might come off. Like I'm just uh, somebody who never will never believe in any conspiracy or hate all of them. But I think they're super interesting. I like seeing different points. And like you said, 9-11, there is a lot of points where you're just like, that seems really odd and doesn't really make sense. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like with something that is just so unprecedented, there's going to be things that don't make sense because you don't have anything to compare it to or reference it to. Yeah. And then you can easily make connections and be like, well, this is exactly how a detonation would go off or make all these assumptions. And then it would ta- sound totally reasonable. What's crazy too is he talks about everyone that gets cancer that was there at nine eleven. So then you feel yeah. terrible about well now the survivors are dying off. But he had taken charcoal. Um, basically, he had been there for like four or three days straight, and then they were like, um, "Dude, you need to go home and get some sleep." And so this doctor quickly contacted him and was like, "Hey, take these pills." And he thinks if they would have distributed them to everybody, that cancer wouldn't have been a thing. He breaks that down too, and it makes you even more depressed. Yeah. But yeah, if anyone if anyone has any questions about nine eleven, I'll send you his way. And he seems like respectable or a nice enough guy to those people. But like I said, I don't think they want to believe yeah. that it, it wasn't a conspiracy. Yeah, I think there's 
I think that's the main issue with conspiracy theorists is that they're either trolls or they're just so stuck in their ways and then they say that people that believe the the truth, as they would say, are just ignorant and don't know the facts, but then they do the same thing by trapping themselves in that box and they're like, nope, this is the truth. You, nothing else is possible. Yeah. You're literally doing what you're saying everybody else is doing. We said, too, there was a... Uh, sorry, I keep thinking about the interesting things you said in this podcast. During 9-11, so all this shit's happening, all of these, like... FBI agents and everybody in the agencies were like trying to run up there and help but there were so many of them they couldn't keep track of who all was there and they were afraid like a terrorist could sneak in so they had tapped him on the shoulder and they're like hey this guy over here this is with the FBI he's got an FBI coat on he's not in the FBI we think he could be a terrorist and I think he ended up like tackling they all tackled him and it was like a crazy misunderstanding and <laughs> he really wasn't who he's saying he was, but he was also still, um, I don't know. I just think if you listen to this interview, I'm telling you this three hour long podcast, it will change your view on nine 11. So if anyone out there listening to this, honestly fucking thinks nine 11 was a inside job. I think you should listen to this podcast. We also did a good viewing a few years back that showed <laughs> oh, Yes. Try and find another one of those pain bones to get a watch party together. And <laughs> show you the truth. Yes. Show you that is a conspiracy theorist and why I'm right. Real life and that both had Bush. If you think about it. One Bush was another. a big part of that what we watched. <laughs> that was a thing in yeah. the seventies. <laughs> Man, I I'm really sad you threw that away. Yeah, should I explain that? Because I feel like now it just sounds like we're hiding something real weird. Yeah, you should. So, there's somebody we've met, we actually mentioned multiple times on here. Is our old friend named Cabal. He's dead. As I said, we always represent him as being dead. He's alive, but he's not even dead to us. So I think we're dead to him. I think all of us are still like, yeah, come hang out. But he uh, kind of abandoned us as a friend group for some reason. And he was uh, a big... The opposite of 9-11 conspiracy theorists, he hated it more than anything, and he said they're all idiots, and that there's no way it was fake, or planned, whatever you want to say, an inside job. Yeah, like you told him, you were like, yeah, dude, this conspiracy, he'd probably, f like, fight you. Yeah. So, I was always, as you could tell in this podcast, I sided with him, but then, after a couple of weeks of doing it, I told somebody at our job, we all worked together, that I was going to tell uh, Cabal the next day, that... <laughs> I saw a documentary that changed my life, and uh, that I'm I'm a believer now in the inside job. And I told him that, and he's you're fucking kidding me. And I was like... Didn't he, like, start naming off documentaries, too? That's how yeah. involved he was with it? Yeah, he's, uh... What's I swear to God, if it's that fucking... If it's, like, he's naming off the directors, if it was that fucking thing that he put out? Yeah, he did that. I was like, no, 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 it's nothing like that. What is it? And I was like... It's actually a really interesting fact that I've never heard before, which I've heard many times, and he knew it, so I don't know why he didn't put together right then. It's that jet fuel can't melt steel beams. And he was like, oh. I don't know why he didn't put together right then, because that's literally the argument that I made against him. That's so fucking stupid. That's the worst argument you can make. And uh, so I was like, we should get a viewing party, and I can show you this documentary, and you'll see that it'll change your mind. We're not doing that. It's not going to change my mind. And this took like weeks of convincing. And I finally got him. And we got probably like 10 people at my house, I'm guessing. 
And this was uh, weeks of planning. And he finally came over. And Your cabal is good, by the way. Oh, thank you. I, I feel like he's it. not dead when you do that. <laughs> so we're all downstairs about to watch it. I uh, Should I say what it is now or let that be the end? Should I set up preferences starting it before he got there? Um, How I don't you? know. I don't know the best way to say that. Uh, <laughs> I put it at the end. Okay. So we're all sitting there. We got a big surround sound system, pretty big TV. And uh, I'm like, all right, let's start it. <laughs> okay, put it on. And he's just staring down at his phone. Cabal, if we're going to watch this, you got to pay attention. I'm going to fucking pay attention when it starts. I'll use my phone till then. And I was like, I oh, know, put it down your phone. Now we're starting it. God damn it. He slammed it down the table. <laughs> all right, I'm watching. And then I started it, and it was just <laughs> hardcore 80s porn. And just discussed the most generic 80s porn. Like, you know, the Bush reference was, uh, there was a whole lot of hair up in there. Yeah. And uh, it was nothing It was nothing appealing about it. It was disgusting. The quality of the video looked terrible. The music. Yeah. And uh, I purposely, <laughs> before we got there, I purposely found the worst scene with the most hair and the most exaggerated moaning. And uh, paused on that scene for when he came there. And then that started, ah, ah, and, uh, this is not what we're watching, is it? Can we put on a documentary? No, this is it. <laughs> I fucking hate you. So weeks of planning just to put on an 80s porno for him? For about 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, it was, well, that's all we could last. Yes. Um, no, I probably last five hours watching that shit. But, um, <laughs> and then. Use the Zoom feature. Yeah. <laughs> I got that, but it was a real DVD, too, because one of my friends, like, probably three years before that, gave that to me. It was an unopened 80s fucking DVD porno, or porno DVD, and... It was like a not, compilation. Yeah. So I'm not going to use this, and I think... He gave it to you, didn't he, actually? And then he threw it out? Is that I right? I think so, maybe. And I was like, shit, I could use that for something, which probably sounded real suspicious, but I literally kept in the package till that day. And I threw it out right then. Did you reference earlier? Should have kept it. Should have kept it. We could <laughs> just continue that joke with just dumb shit. Or framed it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was an experience. Oh, I meant to tell you. Did you see that? Um, that uh, famous lady, the the actress. She's been in like she's been a while. She's been in stuff, but she got stabbed. <laughs> um, Reese. Um, Witherspoon. No, I was with a knife. You're smiling. It's a joke, isn't it? It was with a knife. Oh, god damn it. That's a good one, isn't it? No. I was made, I thought I was making a joke because I knew Reese Witherspoon didn't get stabbed, but fell right into it. Yeah, you did. I don't like that. I was talking to Renee about that joke, though. Ryan, they would never work <laughs> on Ryan. <laughs> Reese who, bud? Reese's. Someone stabbed a Reese's cup. He just knows, doesn't know pop, pop culture. Also, not really pop culture. She had, um, what's the last time she's been? So she's gotten checked out. Sweet Home Alabama and Legally Blonde. Watched that way too much growing up. Your stuff. Poor Christmases. Her and Vince Vaughn. Mm. Most people probably say it's trash. And you know, my scale for Christmas movies is different. I think it's great, but it's pretty fucking cheesy. I think you've told me about that before, actually. Yeah, it's a good one. Probably not a good one, but a good one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, any other conspiracy you want to dive into before we get out of here? No. No? Well, I appreciate the email, James. And uh, if you guys mm -hmm. want to send any corrections, question, or feedback, send to currentbackorders at gmail.com. And then you said you don't have any news, right? No news. Um, 
there's a little bit coming out of Xbox talking about um, the games. Man, I think the exclusive. We are reaching the three-year three mark of them announcing Xbox Game Studios. So, so they like they're starting to come out, mm-hmm. and they think the end of this the end of this year we're gonna start seeing them come. Come. You think so they'll excited. do anything besides Halo though? I feel like they're gonna want everything to stay out of the way. Um, this yeah. year, I think Halo and a new Forza Horizons. My guess. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, definitely those two. Forza. 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 Those two, and that's it. But I think next year it's gonna get nutty. Yeah. Uh. Still haven't. I saw a bunch more consoles got released today, though. Um, Amazon, GameStop, oh, yeah. you could buy, but they were barely up for any time. Yeah, yeah. The S seems to be up uh, pretty most times now, but besides that, the other ones seem to come and go. But it seems like they're happening way more often, which I think is a sign that eventually we're going to get there. Well, obviously we're going to, but it seems like it's trending that way. So that's good. Um, there is a few things not really. I just saved some screenshots um, that uh, we can talk about. <laughs> I scrolled past that accidentally. But um, not really real news stories to read. Xbox or Microsoft confirmed that their E3 press conference will be June 13th at 1 p.m. our time. And uh, yeah. they are combining. We talked about. That was I just think, announced then. Yeah, they did today. Yeah, I was going to say that was not up there yesterday. I think we talked about this. I think you said you thought they'd be different press conferences. I said I thought they'd be combined. They are combining Xbox and Bethesda into really? one. So I thought it made sense. Bum bummed because the more press conferences, the better during E3. You want a prediction for Bethesda? Yeah. Uh, what is it? Star Citizen? Is that Starfield. Starfield. That oh, sounds fucking insane. Star Citizen, though, sounds like. Um, I think it's an actual game. That is. But it sounds like a fucking senior center. But they <laughs> all fancy. In space. Um, I think they're gonna do a, a lot. That's think we're gonna see a lot of that, or not a lot of that. We're finally gonna see like video and gameplay. Yeah, I saw um, Jeff Grubbs, which I haven't heard him till this year, but he seems to be a guy that has been breaking a ton of stuff and has been accurate, not just like saying bullshit. What's his YouTube channel? Not sure. Good up. I've been watching a guy, and it sounds like he's known for being on the edge of. Yeah, because he. Uh, he announced that Starfield is uh, exclusive to Microsoft, which has been kind of been a debate for a long time. And so it's not confirmed, confirmed, but like I said, he seems to be somebody that doesn't just say stuff. It's usually when he's saying it, that he has some kind of info that's backing it. So This is not him, but I will definitely add him to my list. Yeah, I never, I actually haven't even watched him. I just follow from seeing him on Twitter and stuff, and everything that he said like that has been accurate so far. He looks like uh, we would get along. Yeah. Guy, I was thinking of his. Uh, you probably heard of him. Um, uh, Collins guys go over there. Um, Matty plays. Oh yeah. Did an interview with him, so I was like, let me check this guy out. Uh, Colt Eastwood. You ever heard of him? I feel like I've heard of him from uh, Matty plays. Matty plays. Yeah. He's like, wow. He's got really. I don't know what the fuck. He, he must have like a team of editors or something, but he pumps out some good stuff. I like right. it. Yeah, it's all Xbox. Yeah. All Xbox themed. Okay. I'm excited though. That's. Still only two press conferences that are confirmed. There's obviously going to be more, but I think it's weird that we only have two set times for how many companies are going to be there. But The reason I know Xbox must have just announced that is because I've been talking with work because we're so down on people and someone's about to leave. They said they're going to do their best they can to get me off for all those days. 
Um, that's so. good. I requested off 12th or 15th today. Weird enough. Really? Yeah. I did too. They he like my boss is pretty, pretty, pretty good with his word. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it out for you, man. So. Yeah, I'm getting real excited because this feels like actually three again. Unlike last year, it was fun doing that, but everything is so broken up. It was very anticlimactic. I think we should do shot challenges with ease. You think so? We'll, we'll do shots, but I think I will do a lot of my shots with ease. Hopefully they're still around. I mean, I we, can, we can load up on them. It won't be expired by then. Because I'm hoping that by the end of that, I'd hate these so much that I can let them go. I'm okay with them disappearing. And then they're like, they're here for good. And then you ruined it. They're so good, though. I don't think that they would. Are. I think a few months off, and I'd be ready to go back yeah. in. Uh, we talked last week about Amazon potentially buying MGM. They uh, confirmed that purchase today for $8.5 billion. They bought MGM. I don't know if you saw this. I just thought it was weird. Apple announced that they're going to start selling the uh, DualSense in uh, Apple stores. It makes sense because it's compatible with iOS to be able to play games on there. That's just so weird to me that... <laughs> a Sony controller is going to be sold at Apple Store. <laughs> I know everything's kind of just morphing into everything connecting to each other, but it's still weird to think about. Especially if the Microsoft stores are still around. <laughs> yeah. Um, this I thought was fucking crazy. It makes sense because there's so many movies, but it said with uh, Spiral's release, Saul's franchise is now over $1 billion in uh, global box office. Wow. Which, like I said, so many movies that make sense. That's still just a fucking unbelievable number for a movie franchise. I wonder how many horror franchises could say that in equivalent amount of movies. It's got to be only like Saul, right? I was going to say, because even you would think like Friday the 13th and those kind of movies, but those were so early that the gross was way less than what movies are now. And there's still, even though there's a lot of those movies, Saul has more than most Big time horror movies now. Let's see if I can Google that real quick. Um, okay. Like most successful horror f- franchises. I feel like it's going to bring up Halloween and those kind of movies, but it might be more successful, but not as money-wise successful. Because Halloween is um, definitely more known than Saul, for oh, sure. Oh, here we go. This is from Forbes. Exactly what we want. Okay. The the 13, 13 highest grossing horror film franchises of all time. Um. Oh, this is a Underworld. At uh, that's funny. Um, this is adjusted for f- inflation, mm-hmm. three hundred and seventeen million. Final Destination, three hundred and fifty-seven. Uh, Resident Evil, three hundred and forty-two. This is uh, not what I expected on these no. lists. Um. What the fuck? Wow. Uh, the Exorcist. Adjusted for inflation, $1.2 billion. Uh, number nine, Halloween, with ten films. Um, I think this might be a little old, so I think there's 11 films now with a new one. Mm-hmm. So this might be higher, but $664 million. That doesn't make sense, because the last one was... Yeah, so that was a billion, wasn't it? $1.2. Well, th- um... Huh, I don't understand why that is. Uh, please tell me, God, I'm not reading these wrong. And <laughs> fucking Underworld is the highest grossing <laughs> horror film. We'll just go through them. Uh, Halloween, 300 or 664 million. What do you think the most successful one was adjusted for inflation? 
for uh, Halloween. Which, oh, of Halloween, like which one? Mm, Halloween two. Nope, Halloween one. What was it? I know that one's more popular, but I figured the sequel would get the the buzz. The, yeah, the excitement. A uh, scream with only four films. I didn't know they had that little amount. Is that counting the the new one? Yeah, new one. Really? Yeah, wow. Reboot. Um, that was real, real nostalgic to go watch. I watched it with my sister. You know? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice because it's uh, who I started watching with. Um, at five hundred eighty-four million, which one do you think's the most successful screen? Um, the third one. The original. Really? Yeah. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street with nine films. Justice for Inflation is seven hundred million. Friday the Thirteenth at eight hundred and twenty million. Paranormal Activity, oh Jesus! Um, be on there. For Just for Inflation, four hundred and fifty million. Jaws. Um, adjusted for Inflation is one point six billion. Holy shit! Um. This is Saul. This is clearly old. This is an old article. But Saul adjusted for inflation at the time was $550 million hmm. with seven films. How many films is there now? Nine, I think. Nine. So. I wonder how accurate that is. That seems crazy that only a couple more would double up the amount. Yeah. Conjuring with $450 million. Uh, and Alien. Um, with 270. Oh, I see what they're doing. I think. Um, oh, okay. So the this list is based on worldwide. So aliens 1.5 billion. Um. Okay, I see what they're doing now. So the top one's alien okay. at 1.5 billion. So that's crazy. Saul is easily top three then at this point yeah it's nuts top three or top four and to think i remember the original one coming out and promo stuff around it yeah feels cool i need to go through and watch all of them you do i'm down anytime you want to okay uh e3 also announced on their official account that they're going to have a list of ways to watch the live show and other e3 content so i'm guessing some of these Makes sense for that. YouTube, Twitch, Facebook Gaming, Twitter, Steam, and Reddit. So I'm guessing the obvious video ones there will be where you can watch the press conferences and then some of the other ones will be like giveaways or demos or whatever. But that sounds a, a lot more um, place to watch and a lot easier to watch. And like, shit, should we go on IGN and like find a stream that keeps cutting in and out that you can just watch it on YouTube or Facebook Gaming or any of these? So that sounds good to me. Um, this one, did you see? Are you a Time Splitters guy? Can't remember. Um, I played it. I know my friends were into it way more than I was. Yeah, I fucking love the second one. Um, did you play on GameCube? Yeah, did and you? then on Xbox, I bought on there too. So most of my friends played on GameCube. Seemed to be the go-to place. And they had a um, a map creator that was way ahead of its time. I spent way too much time in there. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's just because making maps for. Me and my friends, because there was no real online or anything. Or if there was, obviously I didn't have it. 
but a studio made up of uh, old Free Radical employees, which was the studio that made it, announced they're making a new Time Splitters game. Oh, wow. So the original creators, too, not just somebody that wanted to buy up the IP. So that's a... Uh, I don't know what a Time Splitters game would be like now, if it can... If it's just going to seem a generic first-person shooter, if they do it right, I think actually bring some life to the first-person shooter and do something different and uh, not just have the same generic first-person shooters that we keep getting now. Um, did you see this picture Microsoft tweeted out or they shared on all their social media about what Xbox Game Pass would be like if uh, if there was no uh, digital X or digital front for gaming? I can show you. No. It's pretty fucking cool. I thought it was real for a second. Like what Game Pass will be in a, a physical age. So it's basically like a, a store. Yeah. Looks like it's ripped it straight out of Blockbuster, but have a giant Xbox Game Pass on it. Or a books a million or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. They also announced for their uh, 20th anniversary, which is what that was in reference to, they have a ton of gear. I don't know if you saw that you can buy on Microsoft.com. Oh, don't tell me this. Here you go. Some of those look pretty fucking awesome. And a lot of Halo mixed in there as well. That is cool, but out of that, I don't think I would. I don't even know what I'd buy. Yeah, they also have a lot more than that, but I was like, oh, the, no. The Jesus. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think I'm going to get some as well. Uh, PS5 also announced two new uh, DualSense controllers. They've only had the white ones. They announced a black one that looks more like a traditional. Uh, dual shot controller and then a, a rear, weird red looking one. I'm not a big fan of the, the red that they're using. Um, it's cool to see them do different colors though. I don't know if you've seen them. I have not. This is this color. This picture don't really show it. The one thing I don't like is they did that weird thing where the uh, buttons blend in, and I, some of them kind of like sleek like that. But that I feel like PlayStation always had like the uh, prominent. Yeah, so I don't really like that on theirs. Um, Today, if you're listening to this, if I get up on time, Supermassive Games is going to put a, they call it a big reveal of House of Ashes, the new Dark Pictures anthology game. They're doing a, a reveal for it today, if I get this out on time. So I can't wait to see that. I've talked about their other two games in here quite a bit. But uh, that's all I had, so we can get to media pickups. I don't have any if you do. Um, let's see, I talked about that. No, I don't have any. No? Because I talked about Puppeteer last episode. Yeah. No? Okay. Um, I also haven't been playing any this, anything this week. I am so mad I haven't got to play more Mass Effect or Pokemon, but I was out of town. And then I have editing to do and get done podcasts and all this stuff keeps uh, is about playing more games and somehow I keep playing less because of it. Yeah, even the, the staple for me, uh, Cock of Duty. Mm-hmm. I haven't even been playing that. No? Nope. So neither of us played any games? <laughs> I um, do feel like I was mowing and doing all that yeah. normal shit, and the whole time doing, like, bro, I want to play some games. So Yeah. I feel like get ready for, like, well, I played this, this, this. I, I, that's kind of how my personality's getting right now. Yeah, that's uh, how my mind is, but I know I got another trip planned next weekend, so I'm like, shit, when am I going to actually play games? Where are you going? New York City again. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, the uh, forecast is showing pouring rain every day we're there, so hopefully that changes. You know I'll still have fun, but that'd be some fucking bad luck. But uh, looking forward to it. So you get some za. Oh fuck yeah, <laughs> get way too much, especially because I found a place I know I like, and I'm still gonna try new places. I'm gonna get a full pizza at that place this time though, since I know I like it. 
Um, so I'm going to probably make another visit to the Nintendo store, so let me know if you want anything. Or oh anybody gosh. that's listening to this, let me know, and you can uh, pay me back and get your stuff in the Nintendo store in New York. So you better specify that they have to pay. <laughs> <laughs> get whatever you want. But uh, what have you been watching? Real question, are you going to film a sequel to your greatest hit? I should. I mean, it's at uh, like 1,200 views now somehow, and, like shit. 30 likes, and it did get another dislike, but still like 30 or 3. I know. But, uh, you know why? Why's that? The, what they want is, hey guys, welcome. Today we're at Nintendo. Oh. You know, I, I can't commit to it. I know you love that. I was about to I can do one of those ironically, but I cannot do it with all the employees in there. I'd feel so fucking stupid. Wow, look at this Kirby shirt. Isn't that cute? <laughs> I would love to own this. Hey, can I help you find anything? I, oh, shit, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> but uh, you've been watching anything this week? Or this past um, week? Nothing like the. I watched the Chris Farley documentary, and then like a, the one that his brother made. I think his brother was involved in making it. Um, I think about reading his book too. His brother's book. I think it was my my brother's Chris or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of led to me <coughs> watching as much Chris Farley interviews and his SNL skits. And man, he was a fucking legend for sure. Oh, yeah. Some of the funniest shit. Like one of the one of the funniest things I watched with him too is kinda it's kinda epic, like epic, but uh when you think about it, it's this lady from M T V interviewing Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, and David Spade. They all go out to eat together. And like I forget this lady's name. It's gonna bug me. Well here I could probably look it up. She's very famous, so people are probably gonna be shit for this. Chris Farley, David Spade. Adam Sandler. Also, talk about talent on that SNL lineup. Yeah. It's kind of funny, too, going back. People kind of shit on him. They're like, oh, all you guys have is a guy, scream, a fat guy screaming all the time. Because I feel like each generation is like, yeah. it was so much better when it was Belushi and Aykroyd. And then everyone's like, it was so much better when it was Farley. And then now people are like, it was so much better when it's a... Uh, um, Lonely Island? Yeah, Andy Samberg. So much funnier when Andy Samberger's group, Sam Samberger. <laughs> it's so much funnier when uh, Andy Sam Cheeseburger was on there with his group. Um, let's see if I can find this interview, because this lady's very famous. So you can look this up, because I feel like it's such an insight on uh, on them. Um, God, this is so sad. All the videos are just like Chris Farley, or David Spade and Adam Sandler. Reminiscing about him. Oh, Cindy Crawford. Oh, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> but um, just how naturally funny Chris Farley was. Like, uh, he gets on this tangent because I think David Spade, David Spade always played that, like, annoyed, or they just bounced off each other so well. Yeah. Um, David Spade's such, such dry pan <laughs> responses to Chris. But um, Chris Farley was like, being loud and obnoxious as you expect and david spade or adam sandler like dude there's people over there like kind of bring it down a minute and then he starts pretending to be the wife as she's like you need to say something he's ruining our anniversary i just just, i can't even repeat it because it doesn't make sense Uh or i can't be as funny as him but he just like just that second just come up with this elaborate story that he's this guy's wife and repeating what she's saying 
uh, then the waiter immediately comes and says, what, what can I get for you guys? And Chris Farley's holding the menu, opens it up. Well, I'll take this half. And uh, he just laughs. And it's just dumb shit like that. How the fuck does he think of that? The dude was a legend. Oh, yeah. Him and Belushi. And to know they both lived and died under similar circumstances at the same age. And Chris Farley was obsessed with Belushi and was trying to emulate him. Everything he did and died the same year that he aged that he died. Yeah. It's weird to think about. But um, as they say, I think about getting a shirt made of this too. Chris Farley, Belushi, and Jesus, all three died at the same age. So I think that's our that's our holy trinity. That'd be funny, holy trinity, and have those three together. Uh, God damn it, Chris Farley is just, it's timeless comedy. It's like a Jackie Gleason. Like, you can watch Jackie Gleason now. and uh, That shit was like, what, the 50s? Mm-hmm. And Jackie Gleason's still funny. It's timeless. And then Chris Farley's the same way. And his fucking sucks so much dick that he died so young, because... Granted, he did get, uh, like, most of them, unfortunately, just... Um, I see good things in all of the films, but people always talk about how Adam Sandler and David Spade were sellouts, and they went downhill. And people are already saying that about Chris Farley's... Uh, I didn't know it as a kid, but Beverly Hills Ninja was, right. was really hated on. Yeah, I loved his kids. It makes sense, though, I guess. Yeah. Um, just like you know happened with Adam Sandler but I feel bad too because Chris Farley was gearing up for more serious roles and people were like dude once you got him in like serious acting it was kind of crazy um, he was going to play that one fat comedian uh, from like the 30s and 40s but it was like people always talk about that would have been one of the greatest films ever created and knowing how Adam Sandler does in serious films it's one of my favorite movies it just sucks knowing that he left early before we got those yeah but uh that's really all i've been watching gotcha mm-hmm. you're talking about the triangle did you see that great meme from the nfl it was uh it said countless number one overall picks um everything given to you there's a lot of great things and then it said uh and what he got to show for it, no Super Bowls. And the Browns. Almost no success. And then it was the Browns, Bengals, and uh, Lions. And it said the Bumio Triangle of the oh, NFL. Oh, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> that, was, that lines up perfectly. That's terrible. <laughs> I was just talking to, uh, I think, Renee about that. We're all in a line. But I didn't think of it as actually a triangle. Because, <laughs> like, uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati, yeah. Detroit. No, that's kind of, it's hilarious, but also really sad because true. <laughs> Yeah. The way they obviously present it better than that, too. I kind of messed it up, but the idea of it's still funny. Um, but what I've been watching was, on our trip, we watched uh, some South Park, and we watched Semi-Pro, so it was the second time I've seen that in three weeks, <laughs> but that's one of my favorite comedies, so fine by me. And then we watched Army of the Dead, which is uh, Zack Snyder's new zombie movie. Have you watched it yet? Uh, don't tell me anything. Don't spoil it, because I really no, want to go see it. Um. I'll tell you how I feel. I won't ruin anything about the movie. I think it's good. It's worth watching, especially if it's on Netflix so you can see it for free. Or I think it'd be more fun in the theaters if you're planning on doing that. But I know it's only going to be there for a short amount of time. Um, 
I don't like a lot of turns it takes, and I don't think it's nearly as good as uh, Dawn of the Dead, which is where he got big was the remake of Dawn of the Dead. And I think that version of Dawn of the Dead is actually better than the original. I always I like it more. So I won't spoil it, and I'll wait till you watch till we talk more, but I just think there's a lot of things that are kind of weird in this movie, and I think it could have been a lot better. And I know people hate on zombies, but I feel like there hasn't been a lot lately. And I think there has been definitely has been a lot of standout ones that have been really good. I thought this had a chance to be that, and I think it's just kind of like mediocre to good, so kind of disappointed. But still worth watching, especially, like I said, since you can watch it for free. So we'll talk once you watch it and be able to spoil it some. Okay. And then besides that, I watched uh, 21 Pilots live stream of their concert, which uh, it was uh, entertaining, and it was actually a lot of fun to watch. But it was kind of weird. I thought they just played their new album. I personally didn't listen to the new album. I was like, this would be a cool way to see it. But they mixed in a lot of their old songs and didn't even play every new song, which I thought was kind of odd. I know it's how a concert is, but I thought since everything's so different right now and it wasn't a tour, they just that'd be a cool way to play their whole new album. But uh, their sets were pretty impressive, and I like I don't like Broadway at all. But it was kind of cool how it felt like a like a Broadway setup for a Twenty One Pilots concert, and like every set was different like that. And I think his over-the-top style for Tyler Joseph fit that. But uh, that's all I've been watching. So uh, you probably have been reading or listening books, right? I, know I actually have. Oh, really? The yep. one time I go skip over it because I haven't been doing it. But <laughs> go for it. Yeah, it's something uh, one of my good friends have been bugging me to, to read since it came out. Which I'm trying to think when it came out. Um, Twilight? Yeah. <laughs> which one are you on? Um, let me see what year this came out. Check for you. <laughs> um, so you're probably thinking about the first one. The first one came out in October fifth, two thousand five. Oh wow, it's kind of terrifying. <laughs> um, this book came out in twenty sixteen. Oh. One of my friends is really bugging me to to read it. But it was one of those like corny self-help books that I felt like everybody had, and um, I was like, I don't want to do this. Um, I feel like the the title of the book is why it sold so many copies, but it's the subtle art of not giving a fuck. I've heard of that, but yeah, um, about four or five chapters in, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, because he like puts stories to everything and kind of breaks down why our generation is uh, well, not our generation, but it's like goes it's across all generations of the the victim mentality or why we all have anxiety or depression. And at this point, it's it's like a rare thing for me like to hear someone say, "Oh, I don't have anxiety or depression." That's like weird to hear I feel like everyone says they have that or they do have that so it kind of breaks it down and um kind of puts things you're like damn that's great I never thought about it so it's it's interesting but I always kind of try to steer clear of these self-help books just because they're so corny and I feel like everyone has them and they read them like oh my god that's powerful that's me oh my god I do do that I need to start and then a week after they're done reading the book they don't they still don't continue any of the things they read in the book. 
But I got it free through Audible, so I'm just listening to it at work. Is this a, a known person that wrote it? Like, a, obviously, it probably is, but you know what I mean? Um, Mark Manson? Hmm. Mark Manson. Is Gilbert Godfrey doing the narrating? Or the reading? <laughs> I'd be so okay with that. Um... Uh, he's got three books, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, and Everything is Fucked, a book about hope. Um, he had one book before that, too. But he's a, uh, I don't know, just puts things in perspective, and I'm not even going to try to explain what he brings. I just fucking read it. It's a short-ass book. I think it's like five hours in the Audible book, and it kind of it's something that really blows your mind. Like, that's right. But yeah. All right. Um, I should talk about this when you're talking about your mask and everything. Did you hear the latest flip flop from uh, Doctor Fauci? You know that's your guy. Uh, good old Fauci, ouchie. He said, "This might be a bad thing to tell you near the end of the podcast," but. uh He's <laughs> goes for another 30 minutes. <laughs> he said that there needs to be an investigation done on the origin of the virus because there <laughs> that ship sailed. Um, because there's not enough evidence to prove that it was natural, which uh, oh, where the fuck have you been? And also, that's why I was like, oh, I don't know if I should even tell you, but the complete opposite. He said, hell, countless times, hell. That's irresponsible to even suggest that. Oh, yeah. But that's right in line with him. He flip-flops over everything, and everybody trusts everything he says for some reason. Well, also, I think Trump was the, the usually the first time people heard this. Like, God, he's so racist towards Asians. What is wrong with him? <laughs> but now that he's gone, everyone's, like, realizing, like, China's responsible for this. It's <laughs> going to come out. Uh, it's bioterrorism, um, act of war, and fuck China. I'll leave it at that. Fuck China. That's bullshit. Fuck, not fuck Chinese. Let me specify. Fuck the Chinese government. The, the CCP. Or I, the, is it, yeah, CCP? Yeah. I still don't know if I believe it's that. I'm not saying it can't be because, yeah, I have no fucking clue. I think it. I think it's just funnier to think that it came from a bat is why I want to think that. And that somebody fucking ate a bat and My, caused it. Do you hear China, too? They're, like, trying to blame American soldiers. Yeah. And then trying to blame this, like, fish coming from, like, Norway. Like, I don't know. I think it's in these frozen fish sticks. China, shut the fuck up. God. Not Chinese. The CCP. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I heard, too, Biden, as soon as he got in, like, shut down the Trump uh, investigation into it. I think there was even some investigators initially went there, and they, I don't even think they fucking left the airport. Worthless. WHO. What a World Health Organization. What a like crock of shit. The who. The who. Um, Dr. Fauci, go fuck yourself. You've done such a great job with AIDS. And uh, uh, you did such a beautiful job with coronavirus. Um, the only times we know about you is during two massive outbreaks of uh, terrible diseases. And you fucked up both of them. Not sure why you're still there. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Even if it is natural and he's completely wrong about that. I think that's not the bigger issue because obviously that is true. It's a way bigger issue, but 
him flip-flopping, how people just trusting Dean says, I think is a, a terrifying thought. But in that they trust what he says, and then as soon as he flip-flops, they'll just trust that. I mean, it's so obvious. This bat wasn't at the meat markets. They had a Wuhan lab where they're fucking injecting this shit into fucking taking it out of bats. And they've been in trouble before for that. I mean, it's just so obvious that it came from that lab. Did you see Colin's tweet about Wuhan? No. Um, it was so fucking dumb, but I laughed way too hard. He said, Wuhan? More like Wuhan. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't deserve a laugh, but I'm laughing really hard at it. Because <laughs> it's such an easy joke, but somehow I haven't heard that yet. <laughs> Fuckers. Um, should we uh, segue into free games? Should we segue into uh, um, <laughs> the fact that China is using uh, Uyghur Muslims to, as slave labor to pick cotton? That's literally happening. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, LeBron, what do you, what do you think about China?" <laughs> and you know, no comment. So uh, it's kind of weird. They're using uh, slave labor to pick cotton. That sounds familiar. <laughs> like a real big struggle we went through that we fought a civil war over and. Everyone still talks about it because it's fucking huge. It's very important that that happened in history. It's literally <laughs> happening right now <laughs> in China. China. And guess what? Uh, good old uh, H&M was like, we're not going to use your cotton anymore. We're not fucking cotton <laughs> from slave labor. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, there's obvious reasons why that's bad. So China's like, uh, well, we're going to boycott you then. Nobody said they get away with everything. <laughs> everything. These athletes love to be outspoken about shit, as they should be. You're allowed to say whatever the fuck you want. Say it. Like the lady at Goodwill said, she has freedom of speech. Because I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the government. In her life, I'm the government. So, you know, I can affect her freedom of speech. Um, but... You're afraid of losing money in the Chinese market. So you stay neutral. You pull the Michael Jordan card and stay neutral. No comment. So I'm going to say it again for everybody in the back. Listen to me. <laughs> Slave labor in 2021. Picking of all things you could be having them do, China. Picking cotton. Of all things, they are so blatant with everything they do. And everyone's like, that's just China. So anyways, did you guys see what happened in America today? <laughs> so that's how I feel. That's where I'll leave it. All right. Well, I think. Oh, by the way, I did watch something. I've been watching the Lakers games. Oh, yeah? I watched the last three, the Golden State and the two um, Phoenix games. First time Phoenix has been in the playoffs in 12 years. But it's been good. Good basketball. Well, you remind me of something I did in St. Louis. Oh, yeah, that's right. I saw your Snapchats. Yeah. You fucking traitor. You know I was an Avalanche fan before I was a Blue Jackets Oh, fan. Yeah, yeah. You know I like the Avalanche, too. Yeah. And also, I'm not going to pull that card and I can be like, I'm a bigger Avalanche fan now or that I'd root for them. If the Blue Jacks playing them, I'd be like, all right, Blue Jacks win 15 to nothing. Fine by me. But when the Blue Jacks aren't there, I'll root for them. I know you're joking. I'm just explaining that because it could seem 
very bandwagony, especially because the Avalanche had the best record in the entire league, which is mind blowing. But we were in St. Louis already. Yeah, not even a year ago they were. Yeah. Um, we were in St. Louis with my family, like I said, and I was like, holy shit. We played this months ago, and Game 4 of the Stanley Cup is going to be here tomorrow at this point when I said it. And I was like, they're up 3 nothing. They could take this entire series. And I kind of said it jokingly, but uh, I got tickets, got lower bowl tickets. How much was that? It was 75 which is not bad at all. Oh, yeah. It was fucking great. And, uh, Especially with there's like five people in the arena, too. There was, uh, I don't know, a number, but it's probably... 60% full mm-hmm. so that was cool there was some energy in there and uh, it was a great game the Blues scored first went up one nothing. the Avalanche scored two in a row or three in a row and then the Blues scored again so then there's like the excitement of them coming back and like right at the last second they tr- almost got the tying goal and then the, the uh, Avalanche got a couple empty net goals to make it they finished five to two but it was, not, it was way closer than it looked so it was a really entertaining game most of the game and uh, it was cool being in uh, another arena. Yeah, and, that would be weird. Yeah. Especially it, for you, because you, Jesus Christ. Do you know how many Blue Jackets games you've been to? Oh, countless, yeah. So many. Um, and this is the first time I've ever seen the Avalanche live. I've watched them on TV countless times. But So well, you mean to tell me uh, I've seen them before you? I was going to say, I guess that's not true. I've oh, seen them against the Blue fuck. Jackets. Damn, okay. But, I felt cool for a second. No, I intentionally went to those games, so I've probably seen the Avalanche like 10 times. The but, most polite fans, too. Yeah, Murray's saying that. So nice. And they won. They could have shit-talked me all they wanted. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. Um, so, yeah, I have seen them a lot. This is the first time I watched them where I was rooting for them because like I said if they're playing the Blue Jackets, I don't care if they lose 20 and nothing. That's fine by me. This will be a little embarrassing, but I'm a Blue Jackets fan first, so I'm fine with that. Yeah. But... It was a lot of fun being there, and the Avalanche knocked them out of the playoffs, and I had my Avalanche shirt on there, and sitting right next to a Blues fan. It was, uh, he was literally in the seat next to me, and had a conversation with him, talked to him the whole game, and nice. um, nobody said anything to me, and I was the only person. I bet you could have done that in Chicago and Pittsburgh. Yeah, You could exactly. have done both of those uh-huh. things. They would have been so nice to you. Yeah, I was being there not only – was it be, we were being there for not my main team, so I was excited. But like the Blue Jackets, there's like that that real connection that oh, I have. Man. The Avalanche, it would that connection would be if we never had the Blue Jackets. Like it, it used to be there as a kid, but now that they're not my top team, I rooted for them. But it was weird not having that. Like I was like excited when they scored, but when the Blue Jackets score, I can like fucking feel it. I know it sounds corny, but it's true. And there it was weird because I was excited, but I was like, this isn't my my team team and then also it was weird being in a stadium where or arena where people were rooting against that yeah but then also that they weren't assholes so i was like i don't even really want to it's weird because i'm cheering for the avalanche but i also don't want to even be annoying or like get too energetic because all these people are just being nice to me so i'm like this is kind of fucking weird because i'm excited and want the avalanche to win but i'm not I'm like i don't want to like jump up or be an annoying guy because nobody's being an asshole so it's like Kind of, I sat there. It was a lot of fun. It was just a, a weird experience. I've never had a game before. Yeah, that is weird. But I think you're right. That does happen. Like a, I like LeBron, so I'm rooting for the Lakers. But mm-hmm. I just couldn't give a fuck. But when the Cavs won the championship, yeah. LeBron's crying. 
I cried too. So you feel that. You're like, damn, this is Ohio. Yeah. But for the Lakers, I'm just like, I want to see LeBron get another ring. Just fun to watch. Yeah, and if we never got the Blue Jays, like I said, my connection would still be with them. I'm not like, oh, they're my second, so now I don't have it. It just kind of happened naturally. All right, like I said, I want the Blue Jays to destroy them. When the Blue Jays are out, I root for them. But it was just a, a weird experience I've never had. And like I said, ten times weirder because like when I go watch the Broncos and Cincinnati or Cleveland, I'm like, oh, man, it's kind of great seeing all these people be miserable there. I was like, kind of, you guys aren't being assholes and – you guys are a good yeah. team, and the Avalanche are making you look like a fucking joke, which is crazy that the Avalanche are playing <laughs> that good that, because yeah. your team's really good, and they're making you look bad. So I'm like, this kind of just... And also, I was in that exact city two years before watching the Battle Hawks and rooting for them. So I was literally in that city rooting for a team, and I was rooting... The pit reason I picked them is because they're closest to Columbus and because... The Rams? Yeah, they got bullshit like they try to do with the crew here. Makes sense. So yeah, it was extra weird to root against a team i'm like i don't even really and uh the blues used to be a rival of the blue jackets too but then they moved uh that split the divisions all up and i'm like so there's no real reason to even hate it it's a it's just a really weird experience it was a ton of fun but it was just never experienced anything like that <laughs> uh um yeah I, th- I think uh renee's like one of her best friends her husband um, I went to their rehearsal dinner and wedding and stuff. They were super into the blues. And, like, we're messing around bringing, like, because her friend was Blue Jackets family, I think, and they, they'd fuck with him and bring blue stuff. But even then, they were, like, super respectful. And, yeah. Uh, he's moved to Columbus. He's in Columbus now. So he's like, he's like, it's been great, man. I've been watching a lot of Blue Jackets games. I've been rooting for you. I think they're my second team and buying Blue Jackets gear. So, yeah, I could see what you're saying. They're just polite people. Yeah, I I actually remember at a young age, too, the Cardinals are a Reds rival, so I hate them. But even then, it's hard. I've never been to a game. Maybe it would be different. Maybe it would be treated different. But uh, That was the year. Sorry. There was every reason for them to be assholes, too, because they had just won the Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah. That's why the first time I went to St. Louis, I was like, oh, God, I don't want to be around this. Yeah, but it was the exact opposite. They were just like, yeah. we're excited to have it. Yeah. But... Um, what was I saying? Oh, God. I like how this turned into Brohawk, so. Yeah, that's like right. It. Yeah, I know I'm going to repeat some of this shit, but I felt like I was kind of skipping over a big portion there. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Maybe I'll talk about Brohawks. <laughs> um, So we can get into free games. On 360, have Tropco 4 till May 31st. And starting June first, you have Geo or Neo Geo Battle Coliseum till June fifteenth. Neo Geo Xbox One, you have Armello till May thirty first. Dungeons three till June fifteenth. Starting June first till June thirtieth, you have the Kingsbird. <laughs> <laughs> PlayStation Plus, PS four, you have Battlefield Five, Stranded Deep, PS five, Wreckfest, Die Hard, Die Last. Fuck yeah. Drive Hard Die Last. Sorry, that's the last time we're going to get read that tune. I butchered it. Till May 31st. Starting June 1st, you have Star Wars Squadrons. Star Wars! This is a PS4. Until uh, July 5th and Virtual, Virtual Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown till August 2nd. And PS5, you have Operation Tango till July 5th. And then any fake outrage for you? No. No? No. 
I don't have any either. You, you're smiling over there. <laughs> well, I don't have fake outrage, but I uh, have a song for you. Oh, God. You can is this gonna get copywritten? Oh no, this this music's like literally uh seventy years old and Okay. I don't think like can I can actually look and tell you if it's uh claimed by anybody on here. Nope, no one claimed it. Okay. So um Just uh everybody remember uh China is in fact using Uyghur Muslims to as slaves to pick cotton for our shirts. And nobody says anything about that. The Wuhan lab, look into it. It's facts, it's truthful. Literally bioterrorism. Fuck Mao Zedong and fuck that whole regime. I mean, listen, this is their music. This is their propaganda. This is what's supposed to get them amped up. It's pretty catchy. Who the fuck listens to that? And like, wow, I'm so proud of Mao Zedong. You're uh, deep in these Could conspiracies you, okay. about them, but so, you don't think they'll copyright us? You don't think Chinese government's coming after you now? So, like, imagine this. Imagine you're a fucking 20-year-old Uyghur Muslim, and you're picking cotton. They have you, like, go look at videos. They have them, like, bent down. There's, like, rape allegations. Just torture. People disappear. I don't know where the fuck they are. And this is what you listen to. This is all you're listening to as a Uyghur Muslim. So that's it. That's all I have to fucking say. Uh, fuck, chi- fuck the communist China. Um, I think it's time for the NBA to... I know like 30%, 40% of their profit comes from that country, but you guys really need to disconnect from them. I'll say it one more time before I go. They're using slave labor to pick cotton. I don't think I have to underline the historical context of that and why that's fucked up, but uh, yeah, so that's all I have to say. All right. Well, as always, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Current Backlog. And you can email any corrections, questions, or feedback to currentbacklogs at gmail.com. So so tiring. (laughs) So tiring. Do you want to get a lick in before you leave? Uh, You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I was thinking about that. I was like, what? You can see it sitting on there like a liquid puddle. Yeah, it, it's uh. I guess I don't know if it's pus. It might just be so deep that I don't have blood anymore. But I think it's pus. Well, I think there is your wounds leak something to help seal it off. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it could be that. I just pus sounds much funnier, and definitely is getting dirty. I'm not gonna lie to you. I did pus do some puddle. Self cleaning though. I went into the uh, bathroom there and got a ton of soap and hot water and smacked it in there. Ow. Oh yeah, I didn't feel good. But I was like, I should probably do something about this. I don't even have it covered. You don't, that's a dangerous place to have infections here. You need your elbows. Those are important. Yes, sir. Protect your elbows. <laughs>